good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're listening. This is News Talk's SSE Electricity League podcast. He is Kevin Doherty. And I am Oshin Langan. You can get him via KevDoc5. And you can get me at Oshin Langan. Dan has sadly departed us. He is off to Pastures New. He's off for some new adventures. Um, he hasn't told me exactly what, but Kevin, I suspect he also has been signed by Preston like half the league. Yeah, well, he's one of the only few left, I think. I think they're looking at another couple, so. I wish him luck on what he's going to do anyway. Yeah, um, it's been great working with Dan. Uh, it's been a, a, an adventure over the last season and a half doing this podcast. We do this out of love. This is not actually part of our daily routine. We do it because, we, well, Dan loves the league. I, as you're aware, I'm pretty casual about it. I do enjoy the matches, I have to say, and I'm a pretty, pretty big Cork City fan, but... Dan was the ultimate league addict and, and Kevin you you kind of are one and you've dealt with them and you see them all the time and in some ways I imagine when you're part of a management team that the league addicts are both your, your biggest love and your biggest pain oh, well, no, I wouldn't say they're a pain I think the more people that love the league in the country particularly when they're in, involved in the media being on any specifically Dan though he's yeah, a pain well yeah. I didn't want to say it but I know you're too I polite. know that's why you got rid you're of me in the end but, uh, listen Dan we're going to miss you and uh, who knows maybe in the future you'll pop up on the podcast again but best of luck in the next move. So, Kevin, you move up to co-presenter. How are you feeling? Well, I didn't actually realise that when I came yeah, in. Yeah, I, I probably should have told you that before <laughs> we hit record. <laughs> I thought I was just coming in to talk about the football, but sure, look, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, sure, that's pretty much exactly what we do. Right, Europe, the draw was made this week. Cork City away to Levadia Talon. That's a very winnable tie for them. Shamrock Rovers, there's a star nan waiting in the sky, well, more specifically Iceland for them. Uh, that's in the Europa League. Derry City, Get FC Mitchelland. Remember, they mm. were the crowd that gave Manchester United a bit yeah, of trouble a couple that was of years ago. First thing I thought of when I saw the name, all right. Exactly. Yeah, they're a pretty good Danish club. And Dundalk take on Rosenberg in the Champions League. I think it's fair to say it's the draw that neither of them wanted. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, from Rosenberg's point of view, I, I certainly think that being looking to avoid Dundalk, there were certainly other teams in on that unseeded teams that they would have preferred. I think they said it themselves. I think Stig Bjornby's involved with them and. Although he's he's gone with the old cliches, I think about them being big, phys- physical, strong yeah. team. Although he obviously hadn't seen Dundalk play, but um, from Dundalk's point of view, look, they're a big, big club, Rosenborg. I know they they may in in, in recent years have dropped mm. off a little. I'll bet they've won two doubles in a row, but in the preceding years they hadn't been as strong as they had. They were basically the only team in Norway for a long time. Yeah. But um, they seem to have obviously picked up, and it's a tough draw for for both sides. But look, we've seen what Dundalk have done last year and, and even the year before, so. I'm sure they won't be fair now. My first memory of Rosenberg was in the Champions League that Blackburn qualified for. And I yeah. thought to myself, ah, yeah, they'll they'll get a win tonight. This will be no hassle. And Rosenberg battered them. And from there on in, they seem to really adapt to the Champions League and love the Champions League. For many, many years, I'm not sure if you remember this or if you kind of um, paid attention to this as a player and a guy who was coming through the ranks in the League of Ireland. We looked to Rosenberg and said... "Yeah." Irish teams need to follow that example. Yeah, well, I always heard it when when we were at Charles. Like it was always the the thing that uh, people spoke about. You need we need to go follow the Rosenborg model. Or you need to be like Rosenborg. Yeah. But there was people didn't really realize how much money Rosenborg had put into it and how much Rosenborg generally sell sell their players for compared to what the yeah. League of Ireland teams would. That's, that's a massive even now thing. still they still get massive. Like they yeah, can afford Nicholas Bentner. Yeah, well, just, well, that might be a good or bad thing. I'm not sure, yeah. but it's it's. Uh, the same all over Europe. Like if a Croatian team sells the players of the Premier League, he goes for six or seven million. Yeah, imagine if they had Sean McGuire. 
Rosenberg, how much He'd Preston would have oh, actually had to pay for him. Okay, Kevin O'Connor, the same thing. We presume he's yeah. next out the door to Preston. 100%, absolutely, yeah. This, it's, and it's a major problem that we have within the league. And a lot of that comes down to lads being on one-year contracts, which is, which is a bigger problem and, and it's probably mm. for another day. But clubs can't demand big fees if, if players are... are Going to be up out of contract in six months or so. Yeah, and there is no back door if uh, Dundalk lose this one. If they fall at the first hurdle, that's them out of Europe. It's the same with the other clubs. But for Dundalk, when you have been there, as the song says by James, if I hadn't seen such riches, I could live with being poor. You see, this is where you miss Dan because I don't, I don't know that. No. Well, I don't think Dan would know James either. <laughs> you know, he would, he would have to sit down one. No, that's exactly what it is. Go. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, so you're enough, better. Enough. You're better than you thought you were. But yeah, I mean, because like. Because they did what they did last season, it set the standard and it set a different standard to what was there before. So Dundalk, what they did last season, it was really great for the league and it was a discussion I've had with many people since. And even without realising it, people are giving the league more respect because of what Dundalk have done. There's less of a, oh, in League of Ireland football or, oh yeah, the League of Ireland. It's now just in football and people talk about Dundalk, Cork City and all these clubs because Cork City did great things in Europe as well and Rovers have done it in the past. Derry have done it in the past and hopefully they'll do it again this season but Dundalk kind of brought the league on with what they did last year and if they don't do it again this year human nature is that they'll be disappointed and we'll say oh they've gone backwards yeah and and look the people are saying about them already because of their, their league position but oh, I agree 100% what you said it's like it's, those people that never spoke about the League of Ireland um, watching games talking about games yeah. they're definitely they've, they've brought the, the league in general to it to yeah. it bigger audience I mean the games were on Air Sport I think they t- yeah. did a, show some really good games and yeah. they performed well they were on BT Sport in the UK and I, That's I, even, right. I, I you hear people talking about them um, particularly Irish lads you see it stuff on Twitter now looking, looking at Dundalk and lads in their dressing room saying Gee, Dundalk well they realise a good side, footballer is a good footballer it's Absolutely, not yeah. oh that guy's a good footballer in a League of Ireland context and you think of all the greats we've had in the past who would have been given so much more attention and so much more praise without that asterisk. Yeah. The likes of like Stephen Gagan. Yeah. Pat Scully is a defender. Yeah, yeah, Pat yeah. obviously had a great time in England as well. Did 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 good things over there. Desi Baker. Yeah. Guys I, like I this. I played a match with Tony Sheridan the other day. Tony like, Sheridan. You, know, like there's probably a classic you played example. a match with Tony the other well, day. That was a Shelbourne thing. Um how's he looking? He was still sharp. I wouldn't say sharp, but he was uh <laughs> He got his goal in the end. He, he was shooting from everywhere, so he got when he was happy enough. Okay. Um, why do the research on Rosenberg when Stephen Kenny will tell you everything you need to know? Anyway, he was on off the ball j- during the week, and this is what he had to say about the draw, what it means for Dundalk, and where Rosenberg are at compared to where they have been in the past, and more importantly, I guess, the recent past. Rosenberg have obviously been the double-double winners that in, in Norway. They uh, were the dominant team in Norway for two decades. You're right. We play, when I play, when I managed against them with Bohemians, they had been in the group stages of the Champions League eight years in a row, mm-hmm. and every player in their squad was an international. Yeah, um, they they were they were quite strong squad wise. Um, um, that at that time, now I think uh, obviously other clubs like the likes of Malde in recent years have won the league, and uh, you know you know they've become financially quite strong under Southgate at the time, and I think. Um, uh, Rosenborg on the other hand had a barren period for a few years but they, they, in the last couple of years they've won the league twice once they won the cup and uh, they're, they're, they're winning it this season so they've uh, and they've obviously um, been able to you know afford the wages a player like Nicholas yeah. Bentner who's yeah, yeah, yeah. come in who's uh, you know obviously uh, high profile so certainly uh, they uh, 
the Verfoyan Stadium in Trondheim, and uh, you know that's that's been into, that's been used to hold whole uh, Champions League games. Um, so they are a formidable opposition. Tough, yeah. but it, we, we but we um, so it's a tough draw for us, but it's also a tough draw for them. I think sure. they we they, you know they wouldn't have wanted to draw us, and I think we we were the best team. They probably could have drawn. Stephen Kenny talking to off the ball about Rosenberg, their past, their present, and their future. Their immediate future is that tie with Dundalk. They are off the pace in the league in, in some respects. They're still second, but they're now 18 points behind Cork City. So can they be motivated by trying to finish second? Can he address that when speaking to Joe? For players have won three league titles in a row. To, to, to be motivated to finish second, it, you know, doesn't isn't the same. There's no doubt about it. There isn't that, that, that edge that, that comes with winning leagues. But that's... You know, from my point of view, I'm not concerned about that. You know, right. we've got to be motivated to win matches. Mm. You know, we've got to be motivated to win matches every week, and we can't can't get fixated on uh, the league position at the minute. We've just got to got to make sure that we, uh, you know, that that we're ready motivated on match nights, and that we're, our organisation is good, and that we're ready to express ourselves in the way that we have yeah. over the previous four years. This is News Talks SSE Electricity League podcast. It's Oshin and Kevin with you for this week, and maybe. Kevin, it's it's just me missing Dan, but I kind of want to talk about Sligo Rovers. Yeah, we're quite, we'll do our best. Yeah, a one-all draw against Galway last week, and they've now drawn four out of their last five games. Gerard Little is their manager. He came in from uh, Cliftonville. Obviously, the aim was to win games. It hasn't quite happened, but they're still outside the relegation zone just about, but only on goal difference. Anyway, he was asked by Dara Cox of Ocean FM, what the mindset is and why they just seem to not be able to hang on to leads. Mindset, you know, plain and simple, it's, it's a mindset it's a, and it's a horrible mindset to have. You know, as I say, we're, we're at home and we need to be more ruthless and, and more daring and, and take more chances, I think. And sometimes we don't do that. We, uh, we scored and I'm thinking, yeah, we've started really well. We've, we've worked all week and, and you know, uh, Galway's weaknesses and where we were going to exploit them. Uh, they've changed the formation, albeit um, we weren't expecting to play the formation that they played. But I thought we started brightly, and as I say, we, we got balls down the channels and we got balls in their backs. And, um, you know, when we scored, I'm thinking, yeah, here we go. You know, we're going to win 2 3 here. But like I say, you know, the, the mindset creeps in and, and uh, we set off and we we're playing football in, in areas where really we're not doing anything. You know, we want to be playing football in the, in the final third. and in, in Galway's um, area rather than our own area so something that we, we'll work on we'll look at we'll, we'll watch the game over again um, myself and, and then we'll watch it over as a, as a team and we'll look to see where we can improve and, and, and keep going and, and stay positive Gerard Little the Sligo boss speaking to Ocean FM Kevin obviously you've been a manager and you've been a player is it hard to escape a mindset or a habit like that when you're constantly losing leads? Yeah it can be you can see it in, in, in games when Teams, even if they go ahead and, and, and then they get pegged back, their heads drop and you know, here we go again type of mentality, you know. Um, it's something that they'll have to address. Uh, be it looking at the, the highlights of the game against Galway, they're very unlucky. I, I think Crotaro scored a perfectly legitimate goal and disallowed. And, you know, they go probably, well, they would have won 2-1 if it had, yeah. had a stood. And a little bit of luck, you see, they're, they're down the bottom of the table, as I said. I think there's there's three points between five sides, so they're right in the mix. Um there's talk today about losing Sadlier, which would be catastrophic for them. You know, he think he's he scored 15 Cork goals. Cork City or 30, Dundalk, the yeah. destination. Yeah, as I said, he scored 15 goals in the 37 games he's played for them. So 
that'll tell you, you know, how important he is to them. Um, yeah, I saw it with Cork and, and Dundalk, and they would be obviously the two that would be linked to them. I know Cork will have a, a, a serious gap to fill, so I would you'd probably think that Cork would, would, would push very hard to get him. Yes, that's because Shawnee Maguire is going. They may also need a defender because Kevin O'Connor is mm. on the way to Preston. That's almost certain. Yeah. And John Dunleavy, how yeah. unlucky is he? He picked up another injury during the week against Limerick. We only spoke to him a couple of weeks back on this very podcast after the Dundalk game about how great it is that he's back yeah, and he's injury back free. And, and it was just horrible. When you saw him go down, you just thought, oh God, please, 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 please don't let, the, let this be serious. But it looks like he's going to miss out for the rest of the season. Yeah, I saw John Caulfield talking about it today. Um, it's, oh, it's horrible. I've been there myself. <laughs> I said, I think I spoke about it before, the the, the biggest year in Shell's history with the whole Deportivo thing. I missed the whole thing through injury and it's just a horrible, horrible place mm. to be. He said he's a very, he's a captain, he's a very important player to them. Mm. I know they've bodies that can fill in and, and they're lucky and they're, they're not that they're lucky they're so far yeah. ahead but they are so far in the le- ahead but for the for Dunevi himself it's a, it's a horrible place to be and I, I really hope that he, he bounces back he will he's, he's really good from what I I don't know him but from yeah. looking at him look good strong athlete good player he will certainly bounce back from it yeah and I, I can't say I know him but he seems like a hell of a nice guy as well anytime I've spoken to him he's been very friendly very forthcoming and just just he has a kind of an air of decency about him yeah he seems I said, I've heard him a couple of times I, I, he seems to be a, be a good lad and, and Look, I'm, I'm sure all the lads will be around him. I mean, it's a tough place, it's a lonely place to be, you know, when everyone's doing so well and you're yeah. injured, you're not con- contributing. I appreciate it. Lately. Yeah, I appreciate it's probably different per individual, but do you want to be around your teammates or do you not want to be around your teammates in that particular circumstance? I, d- I don't think it's so, mu- it's so much the teammates. The teammates will all treat him as if, like, he's one of the lads anyway, so yeah. it's it's more the other stuff that comes with it. I'm sure we will be watching the, watching the highlights or watching the telly or any stuff, like, even stuff like doing press stuff or interview yeah. stuff he won't be doing it now and like you do feel sometimes what's my place in the club at the moment he's a club captain will he go up and pick up the league trophy if they win it I'm sure he will yeah. but like you just you see going back God all the way with Roy Keane and not picking up the Champions League and stuff like that it's, he, he probably although he's contributed I think he's played he, like he's played 12 or 13 maybe 15 games Yeah, like he's, he, he's played I know he, he's missed a lot of injuries so with injury but it's it's going to be tough for him but as I said the lads around Cork, they seem like a very, very tight knit group, and they'll have good and they've good experienced players like Bennett. There will be able to help him and talk to him, and, and look, he'll be grand. He'll be back. It's it's not as if he's, yeah. he's finished. He'll, he'll be back by the end of the season, hopefully. I've seen him at games. I've sat near him. I've seen him cheer on his team, and when you look at him, he's like a supporter. He really does get behind him. There's no air of how dare you play this well without yeah, me. Yeah. But it must be tough inside when you actually go to games. And again, I appreciate it's very much an individual thing, but. What were you like at games when you were out, especially yeah. for that season well, that Shells well, went the, on the run? Yeah, that was the look. It was the best and the worst time. But uh, you're obviously supporting the team, and you really, of course, you want them to do well because it'll benefit you ultimately when you come back anyway. Yeah. But it is tough not to be out there, and when you're seeing the success they have, and who knows, they could go on a great European run and looking looking like he, he'd miss it as well. So it is tough. But look at motive. You have to be motivated, and, and as I said he seems like a good pro. He'll, he'll certainly be back and, and hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Yeah, it must be tough for him. Shawnee Maguire is almost, well, not almost gone from Cork City. He'll go at the end of July, but he's determined to leave with a flourish. Another couple of good goals the other night against yeah, uh, Limerick. Yeah, great goals. Fantastic goals. Um, good team performance, but you need someone to finish them. And I don't care what people say. I don't care how good a squad Cork City have and I don't care how good a player they bring in. He seems to me like he's irreplaceable. 
yeah, it looks like that at the moment. Like we've obviously yeah. spoke about that that they're go- they're going to try and replace him, but it was actually it was the Dundalk game before the break that I I watched it and I was thought his his movement more than anything was sensational. Like he was just I the Dundalk defenders just couldn't deal with him. He was just it's not a coincidence that he's there like mm. scoring from six or even closest to go four or five yards. He just makes he, he checks away, he comes back, he brings the defender one way, he goes back. He's right there when the ball's crossed in, and he f- and he's finished. His finishing yeah. is unbelievable. But I think his movement is is in the, in and around that six yard box, even eighteen yard box is, is is probably one of the best I've seen. He reminds John O'Flynn used to be a little bit like that back in his yes. heyday. And looking at him, he, like he he really really he he's really reminds me of him. And similar to Jono, actually, he kind of you get the best out of him having come back from England. Now yeah. Jono. Um, did he go again after playing he with did, Cork City? Yeah, 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 he went off. Yes, he, he did. He, of course, he did. Yeah, sure. He was at Barnet, and he actually Hampton, no. Yeah, that's was I it? think was it. We really should see. Dan yeah. used to do the research, the so yeah, yeah Dan was the brains of the operation. Yeah. So uh, this trial's not we, going so well. We'll, well, no, it's going well for you. It's 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 me. I've, <laughs> I've let everyone down. Um, normally, he was at Peterborough as a young fellow. Remember? Yeah, and then. I, because I remember there was a buzz because I was living in Cork when oh, he, he was the best in the league at the time. But there was a buzz when he when he joined. Yeah. And then when when you saw I him played play, his first game, we played Shells. We just won the league the year before, yeah. And we went down. Oh, was that the one Cork City won three 0 Yeah, George I remember that. It was him and George O'Callaghan's first game, and oh, <laughs> we were we were. Uh, I wouldn't say we were fairly confident. Yeah, but of course we were you were probably jobs. overconfident. Coming down, you know, you're coming down to Cork. Yeah, not like the Cork lads to be so from confidence. Um, but they absolutely battered us. It was three yeah. 0 Funny, we were playing Celtic the next day in a friendly, and we were all like, oh, we played." the 11 played against Cork Yeah, it was Pat Fennan that was his first game in charge as well oh yeah Cork game. and he played at the whole 11 of us again against Celtic the next day at 3 o'clock after travelling back from Cork I so remember yeah. that game and I remember the headline in the Echo not written by Noel Spillane he wrote the story mm. I'm not sure who wrote the headline it's the, t- the typical thing of the journalist gets attached to a headline yeah, even no, though yeah, back yeah. then they didn't write it uh, like watching Brazil Yeah, but it was our God George O'Callaghan I knew nothing about him. I'd heard. I actually knew George as a hurler, but I didn't know too much about him as a footballer. Leeds, did he at Cork? I think he played at Leeds, maybe. Um, when he grown up, and he was part of the underage setup. Yeah. So I'd seen him play in that, but yeah, yeah. I, I'd almost forgotten about him by the time he got to Cork. And God, what a revelation! Oh, we had a stinker as well. Like, I, it was. I think. Yeah. Ninety percent sure that myself and Barry Prendeville were playing centre half. I think Tony McCarthy had been playing with me the year before, and yeah. Jim Gannon was maybe, but. Uh, the two of them, we were all over the place. Yeah, it was a hot day. It was one of those travel down. I was just expecting a handy. It was a great night. day, Kevin. It wasn't. It, it was a great day. <laughs> Certainly wasn't. The next day wasn't much better either. Georgie actually fits into that bracket of players we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. if it was now, he'd be given so much more credit as a footballer. Yeah, he'd be a star in this country. Yeah, very good player. Uh, I remember at the time thinking he was the missing link for Ireland he but could he have done something for well. Ireland he went to Ipswich then from Cork that's he? right he, he, Colin Healy. yeah he went to Ipswich and I don't think he particularly enjoyed no. his time there but even when Port Vale were a decent first division team that's a championship right, yeah. team yeah. he actually won player of the year didn't know that yeah that's right and he um, he played against Liverpool in the FA Cup they won 3-0 and he maintains to this day what year was that that was about oh two oh three maybe. Uh, you have to keep in mind some yeah. of this stuff is memory. Some of this stuff is what I think is memory. <laughs> and again, normally Dan will be able to debunk yeah, but this, sure, but he's not here. He's gone. He's gone. I just had to accept on. it. I'm not yeah. well. We in the country we're not good at moving on. <laughs> As you're aware, we're pretty bitter. Um, yeah, Shawnee McGuire. Anyway, that's how we started this conversation, but we never actually got to the clip. He spoke to Ben Cronin of Air after the game, and um, 
basically Ben put it to him that he's trying to leave on a high or that if he was distracted by the upcoming move he certainly did not show it yeah you know I think it's another month, what, five six weeks before I head off and you know uh, my goal is to you know score as many goals for Cork City before I head off and you know I'm very happy to get another two goals tonight and have the team uh, you know get another three points Sean Maguire speaking to Ayr who when they cover games in the League of Ireland or when League of Ireland teams play in Europe do a fantastic job not so crazy about their podcasting though Kev I have to no, admit no I wouldn't listen to that nah didn't hear it last week with, with think, a towel on or anything. Yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe Dan has gone there. <laughs> ah, he wouldn't do that to me. No. He would not do that to me. Uh, this is the League of Ireland. No one would leave no. and pitch up somewhere else for a better offer. You wouldn't, would you, Dan? Okay, let's talk about the fixtures this week. St. Pat's are away to Limerick on Saturday night. Uh, that one kicks off at 6.30 in Marketsfields. On Friday, Bowes take on Sligo. Derry up against Cork City. Dundalk take on Finn Harps. Galway meet Bray and Shamrock Rovers take on Drogheda that uh, Dundalk Finn Harps game by the way is live on Airsport 2 jokes aside by the way the Airsport podcast is actually excellent as well it's really good Um, Dan really passionate about Irish football there's probably no more knowledgeable person about Irish football out there at the moment and Johnny it's very clear Johnny models himself on me and he's actually he's taking it on a notch as well I I like that you know I'm only minding the jersey for Johnny Uh, the first of me the first division on Saturday sees Cove Ramblers up against Shelburne on Monday. Dundalk take on uh, Galway United. Um, St. Pat, you had a look at them last week against Bohemians. Yeah, I was at the game. Um, again, lovely, lovely night in Intercore. Pits well, look well. Um, I thought Pats were excellent. The first time I'd seen them in the flesh, obviously, because I've been involved during the, during the season. So, well, obviously, with the, the position they're in, I, not that I wasn't expecting much. I know they've been unlucky in games, but... They absolutely destroyed boys, boys in the first half, I thought. Um, Conan Bourne kept getting in down the right. Ian Morris was playing left back for Bowes and he kept getting himself, finding himself in the box. And maybe the, the final pass was just letting them down. Maybe it was a pullback or they didn't have enough numbers in the box. But they played really, really well in the first half. The two centre half, Feely and Lee Desmond were so comfortable. Dinny yeah. Corkin was playing, so there wasn't necessarily a massive threat with pace in behind, but they just looked like they were so comfortable. Bulls and Pats are kind of strange this season. Mm. They're two teams who are capable of playing extremely well at times. Well, it'll tell you because in the second half, first half, Pats completely dominated Bowes. Second half, more so when, when Bowes scored. Um, mm. It was a completely different game. Bowes were very good. I thought Keith Ward was very good for, for Bowes in the middle. He was really good. Dinny Corkin gets his goals. In fairness, he's, he's, he's doing really well. Um, but it was a, a total, I know the old cliche, a game of two halves, but it really was. I think Pats will... You'd like to think that they'll they'll, they'll probably strengthen now if they can in the in the window. Um, I know there was there's a couple of players that they're they're probably looking at. So, I'm looking at them in 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 that basin on the first half. I know you can't really do because it it's ninety minutes, but if they played like that every week, yeah, they they should be okay. I know they're they're right in on a hair. Gerald Bryan talking during the week um, after the game, saying like they're they're in a dogfight and they have to fight. And and he's right. They have to do the the basics. They have to defend. They have to be hard to beat. And then. They've good, very good attacking side, like good young lads in the team, Darren Markey, uh, Lunny, you know, Conan's very experienced on the right, which was something looking at that game the other night. Conan was getting the ball, getting at them, getting it in the box. Second half just didn't happen. Didn't get the ball to him. So, yeah. like, look, they know, they know themselves, they'll, they'll look at it. But I, I, was, I was impressed with them, although in the second half they obviously went on to lose 3-1, which was 
a mistake for the first goal and, and then the other two goals were, were far too easy yeah uh, our condolences by the way to St. Pat's manager Liam Buckley whose mother sadly passed away Absolutely. this week and um, I know that there's been a reaction from the League of Ireland crowd and the League of Ireland um, followers and League of Ireland people uh, they they tend to rally around their own yeah, something. yeah and, look, and Liam very popular figure as yeah. well and nice fella and yeah, yeah really, really nice, nice fella. man yeah. yeah okay well our condolences to the Buckley family that's it for this week our first Danless week um, Dan hope you enjoyed it wherever you're listening <laughs> sure he is on a beach Kevin have you enjoyed your, your co-presenting experience well as I said it was a surprise your surprise so co-presenting experience I'll have to uh, listen back myself to see how I performed but I didn't once call you Dan no you did that, right, that actually, in yeah. itself is a victory when you played did you did you try and watch yourself back yeah, oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, look, more so. No, it's not as wasn't as available as it is now. Yeah. Like you know, and but the uh, club would like, usually have had l- stuff. Like as a broadcaster, when you list, listen or watch yourself back, it's an exercise in vanity. As a footballer, I assume, depending on your mindset, to learn. Yeah. Re- yeah. Okay. Did you, Did you enjoy watching yourself back, or did you? <laughs> when I played well, I did. I yeah. wouldn't have enjoyed watching that Cork match back. I'm glad. Yeah. They, I think Aircom League Weekly probably showed the highlights at the time, but it was. Probably at half eleven at night, so I think I before the days of Sky Plus and all as well. So oh, that's right. Yeah. But they used the to repeat it in the afternoon. I think Did on they? Monday, Tuesday, yeah, because no, they, they wanted to get the school anyway. crowd. It's still etched in my memory, as you can tell. So yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, remember it too well. Kevin, thanks for dropping in. Not we'll talk problem. to you again next. Well, I probably oh, should have oops. asked you if you're in for next yeah, week. Yeah, you before I come in. Are you away next week? Or are you? No, no, no. Okay, no, you're in. Okay, okay. Well, I think maybe you never. We'll see. Possibly next week. Possibly. It's football. Okay, if anything could happen, <laughs> a week a week is a long time in football. With a bit of luck, it does. Now I have to come back in. Uh, look, let's be honest. I'm falling apart without Dan. This yeah, thing has gone to shite yeah, without. Yeah, yeah. He, the warm weather, know he was the structures man. To, you're not used to this. He was walking around outside as well. He's completely blanked it all together, has he? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you kind of feel like you're on a date with someone who's just out of a serious relationship, and they're like, "No, it's fine. No, I don't even know. I don't even remember who you're talking about. I'd what's what's his name again? You've probably said his name about fifty times in in the podcast, so. As I said, we'll have to listen back and see how many times you said it. Okay, uh, that's it for this week. Kevin, thank you very much for coming in. We may see you next week. We'll see. Uh, Who knows in this crazy world. Uh, Enjoy a game if you're going this weekend. And uh, don't forget Off the Ball, Heather League of Ireland segment every Tuesday night after 8 o'clock. Don't forget also, by the way, Dan, in what has turned out to be his last podcast, was part of a really interesting piece with uh, Damien Richardson a couple of weeks ago. He is living in England now. He's doing well. He's over his illness and he wants to get back in the game. You may have missed that one because we released it during the uh, mid-season break, but it's definitely worth catching up on. However, it is Damien, so you will need your dictionary (laughs) to understand what he's saying. He does talk about his vocabulary, by the way, and where it came from. Uh, From myself and Kev for this week, it is goodbye and good luck. (laughs) 